Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Eller, the Disciple. And I am Tally, the Dissenter. This is the audio version of our YouTube video that is posted. Please um, check out the links in the description if you would like to see the video version. Thank you. We changed our scheduled program for this episode. We will discuss mythology in our next episode. This was filmed before the end of Pride Month and before the 303 Creative Supreme Court decision. I know that many of us are struggling with the results of that decision and the fact that people have now been given a license to discriminate against the LGBTQIA community, our community. We want you to know that we see you and we love you and you are not alone. We encourage you to vote. We encourage you to contact your representatives. If you are not part of the community, we ask that you consider becoming an ally and learning more. We will continue to fight for justice, equity, and inclusion. Welcome to our channel. I'm Eller, the Disciple. And I'm Tally, the dissenter. We're going to have a conversation about how it feels to come out. And it's a difficult one. It's something that can be really hard, especially depending on your situation, who you're coming out to, the person who maybe is aware of someone who might be uh, keeping a secret and struggling with their identity. How we even have respect for that person and support for that person while protecting their integrity and their comfort zone when it comes to talking about it. Being respectful. Absolutely. Like that is so important because if you have a suspicion about something, you, you want to be respectful. You want to be careful because, I mean, we could be wrong. Right. I also just want to touch a little bit on... Um, some of the things that we've already mentioned in our channel in the previous episodes. First of all, when it comes to having difficult conversations, especially as it relates to identity, that's what we're going to focus on on this episode. We want to think about what is our intent. Are we on the side of trying to share more of ourselves with someone we trust and care about? Or are we on the other side of having care and concern for someone who we know is maybe locked in a closet and doesn't want to be? Either way, those are kind of the highest, best um, intents that come to mind for me when I think about having a conversation around identity. When it comes to having these discussions, you and I have talked before about sometimes the intent of having the discussion is more about silence than actual understanding or peace. We want to call it peace, but really what we want is for the pain or the tension to go away. Mm -hmm. And the end result of that is that um, we shut down the conversation mm -hmm. instead of being ready and open 
to have the conversation. And that's why if you go back to our second episode, when we talked about braving, mm-hmm. uh, the boundaries, first understanding your values and second understanding when's the right time. Those two are very connected. Um, it is there that we have to start. And so again, we've said this before, if you think about having a difficult conversation, whichever side you're on, stop there and see why, why are you doing this? Uh, some of the places I've worked in the past, they would have signs essentially that say like, this is a safe area or this person has been through some sort of um, safety training in regards specifically for like the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, So I was thinking about how, if you can, when you're having these difficult conversations, it would be great to be able to have a safe space. In this particular situation of coming out, I don't know that that's always possible. The reality is, is that you don't come out once. I've mentioned this before. You, you have to decide when to tell people that all the time. Um, because in our society, we are assumed straight until we come out, um, which is not always the best place to be. It's, it's really hard to constantly have to explain who you are. And not that it's like anyone's business, but usually what happens, I've noticed, is that you have a conversation and somebody will casually ask you, oh, do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever word they use? But they use a gendered word and a very specific, usually if in my case, you're more assumed to be a woman. It's you're asked if you are dating a man and you have to then deal with that situation in the best way that you can and doesn't feel safe all the time because you don't necessarily know how the person's going to respond. You don't know how they're going to act. I feel like there are better times sometimes. For example, if you are in an environment, I've been fairly lucky. I've worked in several environments that have been very committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and they make it a priority to have people who are trained. They might be signs or on the name badge on their name tag it says that they've gone through this training to be a safe person um speak with and but it is it's a privilege that not a lot of people have i feel like even when i was coming out to you there wasn't a way to create a safe space for that because i didn't know how you were going to react and that's just the reality for for this particular type of conversation i think If you know like someone is not safe for you to be around, I don't encourage you to do it at all. But if you able, I think we kind of talked about um, maybe doing it in person is a lot better than trying to do it through text because tone and text can be misconstrued. I also think sometimes people are just meaner through devices. There's something about being in person that we remember our manners a little bit better. We can look at the comments below this video uh, or any of the videos on YouTube and see that, yeah, when people have this like feeling like they don't have the same consequences of. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, because it's like an indirect medium. Yeah. That somehow so then you gives get them people a... who are very nasty and who will intentionally try to be like, 
I'm going to make sure this isn't a safe place for you. I, I think it's really important, something you touched on that I definitely want to talk about a little bit more, and that is when it comes to the audience. So we figured out the intent and the intent's good. When it comes to the person you're trying to have the conversation with, shifting a little bit to try to see if you do understand. And I, I hear your point about you don't always know. It'd be great if you could. You might have an idea. People sometimes surprise you, good and bad, <laughs> unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if you can somehow gauge that, that is important. And sometimes they're not ready. Sometimes you are not ready. And it is okay always to wait. It is also okay to say, I can't wait anymore. I need to do this. Mm -hmm. For And you know your reasons. I would really ask you when you think about the intent to really think hard about what those reasons are. But if at the end of the day, you'd go ahead and you decide, that is where you're going to want to try to have a space either you have an out like that's kind of how you came out to me is you had an out you were you're you're like i am already moving out so you can't kick me out yeah um if you're in that kind of a situation where it's a, you're coming out to a parent or even like with the case of writing the letter to my grandfather it was very much i'm giving this to you as we are leaving so that you yes. have time to process and it, you know, I, not that it's <laughs> to think about it before we visit yeah. with him again. Um, and I, th I think that's good too. You might also find that you might want a friend there. That is something you'll have to decide for yourself. Mm -hmm. I think you did it by yourself with mm -hmm. me. Um, but you want to talk a minute about how you have made safe spaces for others. I would say if I made safe spaces, it was unintentionally. When I started at one of a job that I had, I had decided I didn't want to be assumed straight or as a woman as much as I could. In my office at work, I had a non-binary flag with a pansexual Heart on it. I am pan romantic, not really pan sexual, but it was just what I was able to find. And I had people in my office who were clients that I met with who would, after our, after we had our appointment, would say, you know, hey, I saw your flag. I really appreciate you having something like that. You know, I had multiple people feel comfortable saying that they were also pansexual or non-binary or whatever their particular identity was. And it wasn't like I did that on purpose. I mean, I was in some ways that intent that I had was pretty selfish of like, I don't want to have to explain myself all the time constantly because it can be exhausting. That's a beautiful, surprising consequence yeah. of doing that. It was a, and a good outcome. Yes, it was. I, it, it makes me think of a time where I worked with someone who I thought was queer and in the closet, very much closeted. And 
I came to really appreciate this person dear, and really ached for them because I felt like I was a safe person, but they had no idea I was a safe person for them to talk to about it. And so, I didn't really have a way to make them know or to let them know. And I hadn't, it was something you just said a minute ago made me think about that. It's like, instead of saying boyfriend or girlfriend to say, do you have a, a romantic interest or a partner or a partner? I mean, like Partners. those are, Completely yeah, neutral. I love partner. I am totally a partner. I person. love partner <laughs> too, but I've got to be honest. I don't 110% love it when straight people say it. Because, oh my know, goodness. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. <laughs> the only reason is, is that, and I feel like other queer people will understand this. Yes. Though, is that if somebody says partner, it definitely makes my ears prick up a little bit where I'm like, mm. are you possibly one of us? Yeah, <laughs> in the community. And it definitely oh, yes, I see where you're going with this. Yes. And see, I love partner no matter who. I know. Because I, when it becomes more like normalized and stuff, I feel like I would appreciate I'll appreciate it more, but just in that particular thing, because I know that Yeah. But I I want to <laughs> say why, because I think it's important. So historically and this goes to more gender roles mm. but my grandparents i had two sets of grandparents on my maternal side they were partners i love that they sh they modeled a relationship that was a partner marriage and they were straight people <laughs> okay on my maternal side they had a hierarchical marriage. My grandpa was the boss and my grandma was the subservient one. And it was not a partnership. It was a dictatorship. Mm. And I asked my grandmother once, my maternal, my paternal grandmother once about the marriage because I loved seeing the way my marriage, the marriage was for my grandparents on my mother's side of the family. And she basically just said to me, I pretty much just did whatever he said. And I only disagreed with him once. And I thought, well, no wonder she never remarried after he died. <laughs> because it's a terrible way to be in a relationship. I, I think that's hard because I feel like there's probably sometimes when somebody might prefer that relationship i don't know but oh especially if you're the boss right maybe <laughs> i don't know but or maybe you don't want the responsibility i mean i guess there is that yeah i've met i've but she remained i mean she was a widow for a long time yeah <laughs> i think she was actually asexual but that's a whole nother story <laughs> and i don't want to digress too much but that's why i love it is like you and the thing is is they could use that terminology and not have that kind of relationship yeah, but yeah. i would love when i hear it i'm like oh i hope you really have a true partnership in your relationship right and i know we've gone off on a little bit of a rabbit trail but i definitely wanted to yeah i wanted to say why i cared about that um <laughs> well i mean i feel like we were kind of wrapping it up Anyway, anyway so yeah. it was okay to kind yeah. of shift a little. Um, I think it's great. I mean, that's you can expect that. We both have 
One of us is diagnosed. The other one's just pretty sure. Also, I'm just suspecting because ADHD is our thing. It's okay. There's a very high genetic <laughs> likelihood. Yes, just in general, and it's kind of interesting because I like now in retrospect after having my diagnosis, I have seen how like the traits in my child as well as you and, and my <laughs> grandfather and like I'm all, oh it's a whole train wreck <laughs> <laughs> but um we will get off topic but we'll always try to swing it back around yes and hopefully today by talking about coming out and being aware of people who might be closeted you can see an example of a of a difficult conversation and you can see how for you you've either had those conversations or you're in the process of preparing to have those kinds of conversations and that this will be helpful for you if you are part of our community you've had that conversation probably more than once if you haven't come out to anyone please know that there are people who will accept you and i know it feels scary when you're alone or you feel alone, but you're not alone. If you feel comfortable, I would encourage you to put that in the comments, you know, like just talk about what you're going through right now. Sometimes it's nice to, I don't know, just get it out. Even if it's not going to be with like a parent or somebody that you care about, sometimes it's nice just to let it go and to feel like somebody else knows and somebody else is out there supporting you. And I think that we will try more than anything to let you know that we are rooting for you no matter your situation. We are always trying to hope that we become better people. Absolutely. And I want to encourage you to like the video, subscribe if you haven't. We also are on TikTok. All the buttons and stuff will be at the end. <laughs> so. so whatever you're facing in the week ahead, we wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.